Hello, everybody. Welcome back to <laughs> welcome back to that Park Life podcast. That's Beth crying, being a blubbering mess over there, over happily ever after. And totally got goosebumps just listening to that. Yeah, guys, it, you know what this means, Greg? Yes, this means the comeback of that singing that song to everything in life when you go to Disney. <laughs> Walk into my car, we are parked in Simba. <laughs> so um, you may already know why we included that audio, but we'll get there. Mm-hmm. But I would like we'll to there. say that that was a live version sung by Jordan Fisher mm-hmm. and someone else at the D23 Expo um, Day 3, obviously, from now a week and a half ago. But And you got the extended version a little bit because, you know, why not, right? It's 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 great to hear. That's right. So important. Um, I feel like we got a lot of cool stuff to talk about today. And yeah. um, some of the stuff mentioned in the D23 Expo and... I obviously, you know, we're knee deep in Disney stuff and I've already seen some some content out there about what was talked about in D23. Mm-hmm. So um, there's a couple of, of notes I want to make sure I mention, um, especially about that song that we just played. I feel like it's not talked about very often. So I want to deep uh, dive into that for a little bit. But um, some other stuff that wasn't mentioned at D23, just some other news like tidbits that have come out some returning character dining experiences that I think people like um, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff coming up and some returning fireworks shows at Epcot yeah. specifically yeah, um, and a bunch of things like that. But if I may, I've had some park time and stuff that I wanted to, I realized I didn't get to talk too much last week cause I was too busy rambling on about my Disney cruise experience um, <laughs> of some of the park stuff I've been able to do. But now about two weeks ago, I got to, Again, visit Steakhouse 71 at Disney's Contemporary Resort. And it was my second time having the Stack Burger. The first time mm-hmm. I got it, I feel like, you know, sometimes you got to try things twice to see how you really feel about it. Because we, we sometimes romanticize the first experience. Um, and it was good then. And it was even mm-hmm. better the second time around. Oh, I, well, that's it was good. So that's, that's hands down the best burger on property that I've eaten. I'm not, I'm not necessarily uh, a... I- Burger How do you feel about but... the portion? Do you feel like the portion was good? Oh yeah, it's way too much. You know, um, it's... we're big, we're big portion people. Yes, so. it is. They're two th- thinner patties, and the reason why I say thinner is they're not like two, you know, third pound pat. That that's too much for me. But um, mm-hmm. perfectly cooked, all kinds of stuff on there, 
And this time I got the Parmesan waffle fries as the side. The first time Ooh, I got yes. a salad, which by the way was good, but it's a salad. So but it's not fries. Oh, those fries. I, I, is that, that's the first batch yeah. of fries I've had in a long time where I didn't even want to put a condiment on them. They were just perfect. You're like, do you guys have the garlic mayo from? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, the garlic the... ranch from. Um, the garlic ranch, Deluxe yeah. Burger. Ooh, that would have been a lot, but it would have been great. You like pull it out of your, pull it out of your man purse. <laughs> You know, Don't mind me. I should start wearing my fanny pack more often. I have just marrying my favorite things here. <laughs> uh, I, if I lived there, I totally would bring little sauce things and fill them up. Like every time I would go eat there, I just do be like, nope, nobody. I, I'm like, how have you not? And then just come, come bring it home. You know what it is? I never. Like, I feel like I haven't been to Deluxe Burger at a time when I'm going directly home after. Yeah. Um, you know, well, but you need to make it a point then the next time you go by there. Interesting. I got to work. Guys, I got some homework. And I save do. it for the next time you go yes. to Steakhouse 71. Oof. My gosh. Bad, bad breath. <laughs> They're going to be like, where did you get that from? <laughs> like, Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um, so a good time. And I, we just generally like the contemporary, right? That's like our place to yeah. be. Uh, speaking what? of our place That's to be. Favorite? Well, at a not, you know, not at a park, but at a park, we um, we went to Magic Kingdom the other day for... Well, we aimed for park open, but we got there at about nine thirty. Um, it opened at nine, but like we were close enough. We were pretty close. We were walking in the <laughs> in the gates at about nine thirty, and um, we're like, okay, like I'm sure there's got to be some attractions we can do that don't have more than a twenty minute wait right now on a Saturday. And we walked right over to Pirates, and it was a five minute wait, and we basically walked right on, which was great. After Didn't Pirates, we walked up um, to Small World, which was also a walk on. And then we went to People Mover, also a walk-on. So it's, again, just worth it to get there, if you can, uh, get there early. I mean, Mine Train was 45 minutes when we got there at 930, which is not, that's like not terrible not for terrible. that attraction. Not terrible. Also, Haunted Mansion was 45 minutes. So I feel like that had to have been incorrect. Well, it's spooky season now, so oh, everybody's wanting want to do that. do it. You're probably right. You know how that probably is. Probably right. And uh, we... Wanted to eat at Columbia Harbor House, but we also wanted to catch a vibe in Cosmic Rays, Starlight Cafe. Mm-hmm. And it's a great place because like, there's a nice a nice enough restroom in there. And it's one of the quick service locations where you can fill up your bottle. They have like the bottle dispenser, not yeah. the ones people put their mouths on. Um, just Correct. the regular bottle dispenser. You, you just know. stick your, your bottle underneath it. Yes, it's perfect. So like, okay, we'll sit down and we'll do the mobile order for Columbia Harbor House because it was like 1040 and 1045 and the restaurant doesn't even open till 11. Columbia Harbor House. Like, let's sit in Cosmic Rays and enjoy the view. We looked out over the castle, listened to the Tomorrowland music, and mobile ordered our food. And while I was mobile ordering for Columbia Harbor House, a cast member comes up to Nicole, like from behind, and taps Nicole on the shoulder. And they look over, and it's two cast members, and they're holding giant plushies of Stitch and Angel, like his, I don't know the relation. I haven't seen past the first Stitch movie. Yeah, but, me neither. Right, so it's the pink one. Um, okay, yeah. And they're just like using, like waving, um, lifting the arms to like, you know, wave to Nicole and stuff. And they're like, do you want a picture? And Nicole's like, yeah, by the way, Nicole loves Stitch. It's one of her top three characters. I don't know how, <laughs> so, random. so random, right? But I guess, you know, t- uh, Stitch fits into Tomorrowland, I guess. But, um, yeah. so Nicole takes this like photo and she's like surrounded by these big, I don't know, maybe like two foot tall, um, plush of Stitch and Angel. And like, it just, and they're like, okay, have, have a good day. Enjoy the rest of your time here. We're like, thanks. And like, they walked bye. away. Never to be seen again. <laughs> And um, just a small, like a small little thing, right? We were just sitting Mm -hmm. there waiting to do whatever and um, put a big old smile on Nicole's face. So shout out to those, to those cast members there at, at uh, Cosmic Rays. Yeah. Further cementing that place as home for us. 
That's right. And how was your lunch? Oh, delicious over at Columbia Harbor House. Got the... Uh, you got your hail to the leaf? Got my hail to the leaf salad with a view. We've been not sitting up in that one room that I usually am posting about when I'm sitting up mm-hmm. in Columbia Harbor House over there in Liberty Square. We've been trying out the different rooms upstairs to see which has the best air conditioning. And if you go up the stairs and make a right, so if you go left, you're basically walking over where you order the food. You want to go the opposite way towards like the the exit of Liberty Square. Uh, where the parade route is, that direction. And uh, mm. right there felt like a much stronger airflow of air conditioning up there. Just mm. FYI, everybody. Because, you know, we had false fall, and so now it's still very <laughs> hot. Fall. It's getting yes. back into the 90s. Ooh. And if you're if you're living south down here in South Carolina, at least, we had what we call false fall. Um, and so we're getting back to the 90s. But then it's like, not, I feel like it's like 90 on Friday, Thursday, maybe Ooh. Thursday. And then Friday, it's like the high is like 75. Oh, that's so beautiful. Sandy. We're having some cold front country, but <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to get my hopes up because I don't know what that next week looks like. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I did finally get all of my um, out, all of my outdoor Halloween lights out. So good. Okay. We're good to go there now. Good. We're official. It's official. We decorated our tree for Halloween. Um, <gasps> yeah. Decorated it with all of the accoutrement from Dollar Tree. It's our yes. Dollar Tree Christmas tree. The tree That's itself right. is not from Dollar Tree, but the things that we used to decorate it every season now, we've been like, you know, stocking up and getting some things. Yes. It's totally I tacky. A picture of it. That's the I, point. Did I tell you we, did, we decided to do a Halloween tree? Oh, issue? no, we did not. So I have like a pencil tree that I normally put in my bedroom mm-hmm. um, for Christmas time as like an extra tree. And I was like, why don't we just use this as the Halloween tree? Mm-hmm. And then because we ha- we literally have enough Halloween ornaments <laughs> for the tree. So I was like, we'll do this tree and then. That'll be like our Halloween thing. And then, you know, when Christmas comes, like, I'll just move that tree into my bedroom. Okay. Switch it up to Christmas, and then um, we'll have the big tree out. But this is our first year with it. We love it. Doug basically wrapped, like, we have one of those, um, it's like a double strand of orange lights. And so we basically just took the ah. one strand and wrapped it around the white lights. So it kind of has, like, an orange swirl in cool. the tree. Cool. Really Highly recommend a Halloween tree yeah. to anyone. It's like a citrus swirl. That's um, right. As we left Magic Kingdom... We uh, ran into Kristen, who you may remember from our Disney local must-do episode. Yes. Where she talked about our top five things. And uh, she was she's working, right? She works uh, parade mm-hmm. and audience control on Main Street. But as I was walking by her, I did like the quickest five-second conversation. I was like, all right, see you later, bye. Um, <laughs> it's always nice to see a, a familiar face. Um, mm-hmm. So anyway, our big, our big topic today is what's going on, what's coming to Disney parks. And yes. I do think it's important to talk about Disneyland as well. Um, you know, maybe not as much as Disney World, but I like to think I, I, I'm coast to coast now. I'm all about Disneyland stuff as well. Yeah. Having, having been there twice and going You're back in January. Yeah. Some of the yeah. things that were announced will be in place in January. Hopefully um, they did say late January and I'm going in late January. So we'll see. Um, so I'm excited Just about it. But we got to start it's here. It's time. We've been saying our prayers, eating our vegetables, <sighs> deep breath, deep breath, doing the chores, out, and we deserve it. That miracle, of course, is... I'm ready. We're ready. I don't know if we're all ready. We need a little more of this. <gasps> we're all ready. That miracle is the return oh. of Happily Ever After next year. Oh, my God. <laughs> so The crowd goes wild. Yes. Um, if you've actually, been living under a rock, you haven't heard. <laughs> yes. Um, speaking of the crowd going wild, would you like to hear 
Josh DeMauro, that's chairman of, of Parks, yes. um, announced to the D23 audience. You, you know what I'm getting at here because yeah. uh, your boy actually shed tears. But here we go. Here is uh, Josh the announcing the return of Happily Ever After. I am guessing that a lot of you recognize that music. You recognize that music? Yeah, that's the theme song from Happily Ever After at Walt Disney Resort. Yeah. If you're anything like me, you just flashed back to standing up on Main Street watching the sky light up over Cinderella Castle. Well, you know what? Let's get started with announcement. Right off the bat, just for you, our biggest fans, I am so excited to share that next year, we're gonna bring back the Happily Ever After anthem as part of a, it's an, Part of an updated Magic Kingdom's a nighttime factor. I know you guys love this stuff. I know it. I love it too. Okay, there's a lot to unpack in there. First, he, the good yeah. news, right? Right. Um, I've heard him speak because he not only speaks publicly, obviously, but we get some mm -hmm. videos posted internally from him about like company messages and stuff. And that's the first time I've heard him break a little bit. I think he was overcome with emotion because you heard him go to say spectacular and the whole word. Yeah, he's like, spectacular. I don't yes. know. Everyone's screaming. Yeah. And I hope this doesn't sound like I'm judging or laughing at him. Not at all. I actually thought it was cool because like he is actually a real person with real emotions. That's what yeah. I took away from it. But um, I felt like they could part of me felt like they should have closed D23 with that announcement. <laughs> like everyone would have just I mean, not, not Disneyland people, but I feel like everyone else would have been like just buzzing yeah. with excitement. I think that because um, um, it was such it was kind of an awkward. He's like, well, you know what? Well, let's just get started with announcements. Blah, blah. And I'm like, what? I feel like y'all should have done a little bit more grandeur there, like with <laughs> well, the announcement. But they had Jordan Fisher sing it. So I wonder if like, you know, rather than have him come out later, people getting buzzed. I do like the idea of like a big explosion first and then and then a build after yeah. that. So a couple more things that happened in that little in that little forty five second thing. One, mm -hmm. um, Josh referred to it as Cinderella Castle, which I always appreciate because I'm a little bit of a nitpick when it comes to that. It's not Cinderella's castle; it's just Cinderella Castle, Cinderella just like it's castle. Sleeping Beauty Castle. Anyway, mm -hmm. that's me being a nerd. Um, second, you, I hopefully you heard like the crowd gasp first, like before he finished his sentence. It was like you know, like to announce it. You can hear in the audience like, huh? yeah, <laughs> like people like, are like, what is what? this real? What? What? Um, I think that's hilarious. And then hopefully, you, you know what? Because they were probably waiting for like at a at a special paid event. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Which they were Greg would, for would you pay sure... for that? Because I would pay for right. that. Right. Which what? Yeah. Because now we're all used to like, well, how much is it going to cost me to see my favorite yes. thing now? Uh, we were talking about how we'd pay top dollar for a one night only showing of wishes, and we would absolutely do it. I would um, do it probably ever after. Yeah. Uh, I feel if like if I knew I was going to have a good spot though. Correct. You know well, I mean, if it's a limited thing. Yeah. But anyway, this is all hypothetical. Anyway. But um, <laughs> in that announcement, there's a really important word that Mr. Josh DeMauro used, which is the word anthem. He announced mm -hmm. the return of the happily ever after anthem. He didn't God. specifically say the happily ever after nighttime spectacular, which is not. Not to say that we're not getting a version of it, but I assume right. that means we're getting a updated version of the Happily Ever After show because I would assume that they're going to want to... Greg, why did to... crush all my dreams? I'm not crushing. i just <laughs> setting expectations, right? I'm setting the table here yeah. before the meal comes out. So um, I think that we're getting an updated version. I mean, wouldn't it make sense to include a couple more movies that have come out since 2017? Yeah. Yeah, um, it totally Disney would. movies, right? Or ones that maybe became popular or like just before that or while that show was in progress or, you know. Um, you mean not created. like every other clip is Moana? I was going to say, I actually, here's the thing, everybody, okay? Um, 
I have only seen Enchantment, I think, three times. And it's been, let's call it a year at this point, right? October 1st will be a year. Mm-hmm. Let, let that be what it is. Um, but I've heard the soundtrack dozens of times because it's on my playlist when I run. When I do like my mm-hmm. Friday morning Disney Resort run, It's that's usually one of the songs um, playing. One, because it's, you know, it's like 15 plus minutes of audio. Like, it's a good thing. And I... The more I listen to it, the more I enjoy the soundtrack for Disney Enchantment. And I, I like all the Moana songs. I don't mind them. I know that's been well, your I thing. I love the Moana songs, and I love Moana the but movie. But there are but three there's a of them bunch in there, of yeah. other movies. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, there's so many in this one thing. Like, we get it. We all like Moana. Yes. There's other things that we need to... And that's where I felt Happily Ever After did a good job of, like, incorporating a bunch. Like, yes. all of the things. So, yeah, I, I would be okay if it was an updated version, but not too much of a change you okay. know what i'm saying yeah just we gotta do i was talking to and Nicole. also they say 2023 and i'm like all right well here we go with the time frames because well, what does that mean they're gonna know, be like december 2023 no, the reason why i don't think it'll be that late is um the 50th anniversary ends at a at a specific time yes. they didn't actually say a calendar date but it was 18 months that started in october of last year so we know we have right. about six and a half months left which puts us yeah. in spring of 2023 Right. So I doubt they're going to have no fireworks show, but maybe they'll they'll let Enchantment go a little longer than the exact end of the 50th. But I do yeah. think we'll get it sooner rather than later in the year. But then again, who actually knows? But if they already have al- almost all of the projection mapping done and they're only working on sections of it, I feel like there's not as much, right? They're not creating a brand new thing. Everything's already choreographed. So hopefully that means the process can be expedited. And um, so that's Happily Ever After. So obviously, um, I can now listen to Happily Ever After with a smile on my face because that's also that comes on in my playlist yeah. too, right? And I always get like yeah. emotionally, but in a bad way because I'm never going to hear this in the park again. So like, oh, and let me tell you, oof. there are some fantastic versions of it on YouTube, like better than Disney could have ever filmed. Yeah, 4K. Some people yeah. do they do like the 4K and 8K versions yes. of it. So I'm like, go find those. They are incredible because they even have there's a couple that are there's one that I found where he set up like multiple cameras and so it's all in 8K yes. but it's different views of it too and it's it's just incredible. Like it it doesn't even look that bright when you're there. It's yeah. just he was able to enhance it to look so good and I'm like that's what I want to watch. Um, so, I want it 8K 3D. I want it to I want to feel yeah. like I'm going to get burned watching this. That's I feel like someone's done it in 3D, but anyways. Probably. Um, One more piece of audio I want to play from Josh specifically is a little more sentimental, but obviously some things have changed since the last D23 Expo. Um, You know, Disney parks themselves are in a a different shape, but he did get to comment a little bit on um, what happened during like shutdown and all that stuff. And it involves us, not just me and you, but everyone listening to Mm -hmm. this. So I thought I'd play a little bit of that. None of us could have predicted what lay ahead when we left this room back in 2019. But I got to tell you, during those tough times, we all kept wishing together. We kept dreaming together. We kept finding Disney magic, and we did it all together. And through it all, you, all of you, you've been right there with us every single step of the way. You kept us going. You all kept me going. You all kept the Disney magic alive when we were all at home. And that was all of us, all the cast members around the world. They could could feel your energy even though our parks were closed. And like the song says, every step forward we took, it really did bring us new hope. So now that we're finally back here together, I just want to say thank you. Thank you to all of you, our biggest 
fans. You're welcome, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Okay, is it my turn to do my first announcement? Yeah. Okay, so something that they finally announced. This was announced at the last D23, and then there was all these projects announced at that time, if you guys don't remember. Um, and then a lot of them like were like nixed because of COVID, mm-hmm. and you know everything just was up in the air. But one of the things that they finally announced... Um, like opening is the journey of water. And this is a Moana inspired attraction. I'm sure you've seen the artwork for it, uh, but they said it is opening late 2023. So we don't really have like a nailed down time for that yet, but they've been working on it. Um, it is a walkthrough exploration trail. It is essentially like a water maze where guests are going to be interacting with like magical quote unquote living water. So think about I'm just, like the when I think of living water and like interactive water, I think of the jumping water in Epcot. Yeah, by the and Imagination so, Pavilion. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully this will be, you know, like a new version of that on steroids, essentially. So, um, and they are basically saying that it's going to engage the guests and educate us about the water cycle. So that's the whole idea. Walking through this is to like educate us on like what the cycle of water is. Mm-hmm. Um, and how it sustains our world and all of those types of things. Um, so this is going to be part of the world nature neighborhood, as we talked about um, before. And just to kind of, we, I needed a reminder of like the neighborhood. So there's going to be world nature, world celebration, world discovery, and then the world showcase, obviously. Um, so this is going to be a part of world nature, which basically is the land pavilion, the seas, and then journey of water is going to be a huge part of that. Um, and that's going to be like when you walk into the park over to the right area, that's the the area that we're talking about. Um, something new that they have done to change it that was not in the original version of it was this big towering Tafiti model. And so that's been added to the attraction. That was a big thing. You can go and look at pictures of it that they did at the D23 Expo. I think it's going to be incredible mm-hmm. looking. Um, and, you know, Tafiti was like the big island that looked like a person. If you don't remember that. Um, I mean, if you don't go watch Moana, it's an incredible <laughs> movie. We love it so much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited about that. I think it's going to be a really cool, something different, an, attra- an attraction that's just different than, because we have like walkthrough stuff at Animal Kingdom, but there's really not a lot of those kinds of things. Um, there was a few of those things when we were at Disneyland Paris. Yeah, definitely. You have like, there was an Aladdin just, themed one there, right? I want to say. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We kind of walk through and like see the little, it was basically like, you know how they do all the, um, the little scenes in the windows of the mm, shops? Yes. It was kind of like that, but it was the whole story of Aladdin. Okay. Um, but anyway, so this is just going to be something different, something new, um, especially like the whole family can do this and it'll be educational. So I'm excited for this. Yeah. And they're they're doing a lot of work on the rock work right now and how um, all of that's going to look. And you know how um, you know how Disney does it. They make everything look legit. So mm-hmm. pretty excited for that. The next thing is the World Celebration. They said it's opening in late 2023. So World Celebration, um, this is going to be the middle part. So basically the Epcot ball, right behind the Epcot ball, of that little middle area leading out to the World Showcase is what the neighborhood that we're talking about here. They're saying it's going to open late 2023. Um, and there wasn't really like much about it. They're just like, this is going to be opening. And They've been doing a lot of construction back there. The Communicore stuff is part of that. Um, but something that I did find that they were talking about was that, um, there's supposed to be a quote unquote wishing tree in an enchanted forest and a story fountain playing Disney music. So those are things that were announced that they're supposed to have in this area. Um, and then they also talked about, I'm probably going to botch this name, but it's Pinar Toprak. I think, um, they said, yeah, he is, um, uh, a musician that is supposedly, working on a new musical score for Epcot to debut in 2023. And you know how we like our, our um, 
Disney sounds, like mm-hmm. the background music. I know you do, Greg. Um, so this could be like a new anthem that they're going to be playing. Because, you know, we're kind of all used to like that music that they would play around the fountain over there, the big fountain and stuff like that, um, before they like demolished all of it. Yeah. So I think we're going to be looking forward to that as well. Um, we have to go back. Did you call it the Epcot Ball? Yes, I did. Instead of Spatial Breath. You know what I have to say about the Epcot sorry. Ball? <laughs> sorry, incorrect. We're looking for Spatial Oh, Earth. It's like old habits, right? <laughs> Hashtag not my MGM. Um, yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah, it's just old habits. When I talk to my family, like, you know, people just say the Epcot ball, but... You do. That's the thing, like, big, when I'm talking to Disney ball. people, it's Spaceship Earth. Yeah, if I'm talking to, like, a guest who maybe doesn't know, it's, the like, the big ball. The Epcot ball. Just don't call it yeah. the golf ball, because golf ball, like, the curves it's go not, in, these go out, right? That's right. It's not a golf ball, not but golf it is ball. the Epcot ball. Um, let's stay in Epcot and talk about yeah. a meet and greet, which people are very excited about. Um, I don't, and I don't remember this meet and greet, but apparently it's returning. You'll be able to meet Mr. Figment himself. Mr. Yeah. Actually, I don't miss it. You I get think to it's meet a Mr. Figment in uh, one little spot <laughs> in 2023. And um, yeah, well, people... wasn't the meet and greet with the Dream Finder and he was holding Figment? Wasn't that what it used to be? I, I actually, I don't know. If like anyone, maybe someone out I'm there has look a photo, feel free to tag us in it. If you, if you and your family took a photo with a, a meet and greet with Figment however long ago that was mm-hmm. let us know because i would love to see that okay i did look it up and it looks like the old figment meet and greet was like a big fur character hmm. um looks like it's about maybe six to six and a half feet tall oh gosh yeah i'm looking at these photos now yeah so i'm assuming that's what they're bringing back there is um there is like the picture of the Dreamfinder holding figment as well mm. so i think that was a different thing that they did that was at one of the expos, the D23 expos. It looks hmm. like, I don't know if that was just someone's costume or, but anyway, so yeah. So it looks like it's going to be a large figment. Well, I hope, and I hope that yeah. the Imagineers that listen to this are taking notes. I hope That's that right. during Christmas season of mm. next year, when there's a figment meet and greet, that they allow him to have his Christmas sweater that he yes. wears in the Journey into Imagination with a little um, Imagination Pavilion logo on a sweater. He needs a sweater. Mm-hmm. Just saying, just saying, everybody. He's also Winnie the Pooh in it, so there's that. But <laughs> there's you know. that. No big deal. What's up with what is up with that? What is up with Disney just putting shirts on things? Well, you know, Donald Duck's a good <laughs> example too. It just. I mean, you, you got to air it out. That's what Mama always said. I guess. Okay, so let's stay in Epcot for one last okay. thing, and that this uh, revolves around the current nighttime spectacular Harmonious, which mm-hmm. has been announced to end as the 50th celebration ends mm-hmm. so it will be replaced by a new nighttime spectacular in 2023 spectacular spectacular isn't that funny by a you spectacular and josh, you and josh Me, we're the same together. we're the same in every way except <laughs> he has much nicer hair so he does have um, great hair <laughs> uh so our current nighttime spectacular is ending and i do have a little a little piece of audio for this um just Tell me what you notice about okay. the audience reactions in this <laughs> clip. Now, when I served as president of the resort, I got a chance to work with the, te- the team that was planning the 50th celebration. And I am just so proud of all the new magic and the new memories that they're creating for our guests. We've debuted two new nighttime spectaculars. We have Disney Enchantment at Magic Kingdom. Yeah, and we have Harmonious at Epcot. Well, both of them have been tremendous additions. And if you haven't seen them already, you definitely don't want to miss them. 
the audience let their opinion be known. <laughs> okay, let me of, of the clips that you've this has kind of been bothering me. Of the clips of Josh, he's clearly like reading off of a prompter and he's like he's getting to the end of his sentences and it's like it keeps going and then he's like the you definitely don't want to miss it. And it's like <laughs> Well, in that particular it's like example, he can't keep up with he was um he did like a body language to emphasize the word miss because the point he's making is they're they're leaving. Yeah. So it was it maybe so not choppy. It was a little choppy. Yes. Clearly, uh, enchantment is not not a winner, guys. Super beloved. <laughs> yes, you're <laughs> not, not a winner, beloved. baby. It's not happening. But harmonious, so. harmonious is. Popular. I liked harmonious. Yeah, look at that. So, um, yeah, we don't 100 percent know the exact date, but harmonious bye and new nighttime spectacular yeah. hello in 2023. But we don't have any uh, no details as far as like what it's going to be. Well, the rumor, and I feel like it's probably going to happen this way, is that okay. Epcot Forever will return, which I have to tell you, I really like. Um, you did I, like Epcot yeah, Forever. And yeah, and I don't, I know that it's a modified version, right? Because the original one involved the kites, but since they put mm-hmm. in the barges, they can't do the kites anymore. So when that right. one came back, but I like the music because it's all old school Epcot music, mm-hmm. which is, you know, great if you grew up in Epcot. Not right. that I literally grew up, you know what I mean? Um, as a kid, yeah. visited the parks, and I remember that music. So, like, it's cool to get some um, non-Disney movie music where it's just, like, self-referential. It's just Epcot music. So I do like Epcot Forever soundtrack. Good. Well, we'll see. Yes. Stay tuned, everybody. All right, let's go over to Magic Kingdom. So that we talked about all the things that are going to be changing in Epcot. Let's talk about Magic Kingdom. The first one we were very excited about. I told Doug because he – I don't remember what – he may have been working, and I was like, did you did you see that announcement? Um, but they are bringing the Hatbox Ghost to our Haunted Mansion. If you don't know, it's a big deal to us. Um, but it's the Hatbox Ghost is a character that is in the Disneyland Haunted Mansion, but it is not a character in ours yet. We don't know why, because we're like, it's the same. Why would we not have it? Um, it is in the original book, which I have now in my possession. Um, so yeah, so they're going to be bringing the Hatbox Ghost. They haven't said where or the exact location, but I asked Doug what he thought. He said he thinks it'll be in the attic area, basically where like the hats are, which is like kind of across from where the mm-hmm. the bride and stuff is. He's like either that or like right outside on the um on the balcony, like as you exit and you're like supposed to be falling down into the graveyard or whatever. Yeah, but maybe. probably it'll be inside the attic. So we hmm. shall see. Because I think he hmm. said that's where it is um that's where it is in Disneyland. So we're very excited about that. And the hatbox ghost is my go to dude in Emoji Blitz. He's my favorite yeah. character to play with. And I, like I have a custom bumper sticker mm-hmm. thing that I made. And yep. we do sell in our very, very tiny, tiny, teeny shop. But um, it's the Hatbox Ghost. And mm-hmm. uh, you too can have it on your bumper. It looks like he's peeking up from mine. But anyway, um, right. now it'll make sense and be more relevant. And it won't look like I don't know what I'm talking about because we don't have them over here. But we will have Mr. Hatbox Ghost next year. We've, we've got it on Doug's car. Yes. All right. What else we got, Greg? Um, I don't know. What are we talking about? Oh, Magic Kingdom. Yeah, thank you. So, um, you know, we've talked about this attraction a little bit since 2017 when it was announced. I know. Um, but we did finally get a, a season. The season of spring in 2023 is when Tron Light Cycle Run is opening. You know, it wasn't until now, uh, September of 2022, that I learned that the name of the attraction technically has a slash in it. So it's Tron, Light Cycle Run, and Light Cycle Run has a, at least in all the artwork, has a slash between it, which is interesting. Anyway, hmm. I can tell you um, a, a new type of progress was seen because they've been posting jobs internally ah. for the new attraction. And that, yeah. that that's a new thing. I haven't seen that since all of this conversation happened. So 
it sounds like spring of 2023 is like actually happening. It's going to happen. Yeah. I did think it was a, um, and I saw other people saying this as well, but I thought it was a good, um, a good sign that they showed videos of them writing it. Meaning like mm-hmm. it's passed at least some safety tests that people are able to like, Do the like cast traction. members are yep. actually able to test it out and stuff. So I'm yes. like, that's a good sign. Cause you know, they test the crap out of everything before they, yes. Before they actually do it, so yeah, Josh Demaro himself, um, he sh- he yeah. showed a video and I'm like, of himself we're in doing September, it. So that's yeah. still a good, you know, ways away for them to get everything. Yeah, it's like six months. Put. It just seems like mainly the bottom area is not what's done. Like everything else is kind of. Remind you of anyone? Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't put that together, but yes. Yeah. Exactly. Come on, Disney. <laughs> They're like, it's all right. We're just Winnie the Pooh in it for everybody. We're Donald Duck in it. Um. But yeah, exactly. So. I'm excited. Um, this was one attraction that I just kept telling people. I'm like, just wait, wait till this is open. Wait till Tron's open. Wait yes. till, you know, whatever. And then tra- plan a trip after that. Cause they're just going to be, I'm all about all the things opening kind of close together so that it disperses people better. But you know how it is. But my thought process there is, well, hopefully everyone will be going to magic kingdom and doing Tron. And then you can actually get into rise of the resistance if you'd like <laughs> yeah maybe flight of passage will be even shorter maybe yeah. runaway railway will be shorter and hollywood studios yeah. rise will be a little shorter yeah all right and then we have our next announcement in magic kingdom and that is tiana's bayou adventure now this is opening in 2024 on both coasts um so we do have a sound clip from that do you want to play that before i talk about it yeah the clip we have is um from one of the two presenters one of the two i think there's one imagineer and then one like I don't know their title, but they're just like coming up with stories kind of thing for the attraction. Yeah. So this is him explaining to Josh, Damaro, and everyone else what the story is of the new Tiana's Bayou adventure. As we all know, at the end of the film, Princess Tiana realizes her lifelong dream when she opens Tiana's palace. I mean, she's such an inspirational character. And in our brand new story, she's become this great entrepreneur and community leader. So... The year is 1927, and to celebrate carnival season, she's hosting a party for the people of New Orleans. But she discovers her celebration is missing a very special ingredient. So, and she needs our help Beignets. to go find it. So we're gonna join Tiana and Lewis. We all love Lewis, right? We're all gonna take a magical trip to the bayou where we're going to meet brand new friends to invite to the party and they have a very special role in these festivities you know what my thought just like what happened i'm like are they literally just gonna re like position the alligator that's already there and make him just look more like lewis (laughs) because he already kind of does i don't know we'll see i mean they did say along the way that this would be more animatronic heavy as opposed yeah. to the Guardians of the Galaxy, which, by the way, you're zooming by on a roller coaster. So yeah. why? what would the animatronic even do for you? But um, so, yeah, so I, I think I don't know. I don't want to get my hopes up, but it sounds like I don't think they're just going to put a little makeup on that alligator and call it Lewis. I think it might. Get I think when you get I think when you get off the ride now, they should hand you a beignet like that should <laughs> yes. just be the like the end of the ride. So if you don't remember, we did talk about this before when they announced this um, this ride, but exactly what's going to happen. This is from um, Disney's website. I'm just going to read this to you. It says, Tiana's Bayou Adventure will take guests on a musical adventure inspired by the beloved story and characters from the fan favorite film. Picking up where the film left off, as he just discussed in that clip, guests will join Princess Tiana, Naveen, and jazz-loving alligator Louie on an adventure through 
the bayou as they prepare to host a one-of-a-kind Mardi Gras celebration where everyone is welcome. Along the way, guests will encounter familiar faces, make new friends, and travel through the bayou to original music inspired by songs from the film as they are brought into the next chapter of Tiana's story. I really hope we get to see Raymond. If Raymond is not in there, I'm going to riot. (laughs) Raymond and Evangeline, come on. They got to have like a Raymond and Evangeline. Well, I'm sure they'll be like blinking stars, right? Because I feel like even in in other Tiana related stuff, like that's usually the thing, the way they represent. I'm also really interested to see how they're going to, how the story is going to take you up in order for you to come down the waterfall. Like, Mm -hmm. because you know, like the story and what it is now is like, Oh, it's scary. You're going up to the like laughing Laughing place place, and blah. And I'm like, I'm curious how they're going to do that. But time will tell. We shall see. And we won't see until 2024. Um, this concludes our East Coast items. Uh, let's fly on over to the West Coast. Just a couple of things that I think stand out um, over there in Disneyland Resort. Mm-hmm. One of which is some uh, Avengers Campus news. Uh, one big thing was a third attraction. So they have yeah. the Spider-Man themed attraction, the Web Slingers, and then Mission Breakout, you know, the the Guardians oh, of the Galaxy yeah. version of our Tower of Terror. So that's two but they did um, finally um, let us in on a third attraction. Mm-hmm. I don't think they gave the name of the attraction. I don't think they did either. But they did describe it as a multiverse-themed attraction. So as part of the multiverse saga of the Marvel movies, this is going to take us uh, through a battle with a new villain named King Thanos. So they were saying like a lot of things about this, but the storyline for this attraction basically is could be what if Thanos won. And right. he's still he's still here, and he actually got stronger, and things are going on. And I also kind of got the impression that there might be multiple versions of the attraction, kind of mm. like Star Tours, where yeah. there are different. It's the same ride, obviously, but like this, the show is different. So more on that. Um, but they did say it would feature all of the Avengers battling Thanos, so it won't just be one. Is that what they're retheming? Are they retheming that or no? That br- is You're brand just saying new. It's gonna be. It this is, is a, brand a third okay. brand new thing, yes. Yeah, and I'm curious because they didn't give us like a time frame or anything, so mm-hmm. I, and it just kind of seems like a lot of it is still, like nothing's really been done. Yeah, they yet. haven't broken ground, right? There's That's no the physical hard part. construction. That's the hard part sometimes about D23 is you're like, people get excited about something, and we're like, they just presented this as an idea. There was a yes. lot of like ideas that they presented, and I'm like, mm. they do that every time, and half the stuff doesn't come to fruition. But yeah. They're just trying to show you, like, here's what, the things that we're dreaming about that might happen. But you know how it is. People take it as fact. And yep. this is coming. Did you see that? I'm like, no, no. they just said it's an idea. So <laughs> I'm not really, not really till they break ground on something and get yeah. some permits. Am I excited about um, anything? And we didn't mention the behind Big Thunder Mountain expansion in Disney yeah. World stuff or potential Dino. Well, they did announce that Dino World would be rethemed, but they didn't specifically give a concrete, yeah. yes, it's going to be Moana, or yes, it's going to be Zootopia. They mm-hmm. presented both and showed some concept art. So I feel like, I don't know, I think that was just to get people talking, uh, for better or for worse, and yeah. to show that they're thinking of it. But I, I wouldn't be surprised to hear that neither Moana nor Zootopia come to Dino. Yeah. And so that's where I'm like, if yeah. they're just showing you concept art, like just kind of, you know, put it in your back pocket, but don't like don't read into it too much. I th- yes. That's where I'm like, I think they need to kind of give more like, this is just what we're thinking about. Like yes. we're not moving anywhere yet with this, but it, and it seemed like when they were announcing it, they're almost trying to figure out what the reaction is so that they mm. know like, well, we think people actually might like this. Did you hear that reaction? We got a D 23. Like people are more excited about this. They weren't really excited about this. So I don't know. I will say when they 
announced the thought starter, which is what they were referring to the yeah, concept I was art like, as. Okay. This is a thought starter. They and didn't even like, say oh. concept art. Yeah. They were like thought starter, meaning it's even before that, which means like they just had this meeting yesterday yes. and put together this so thing. So when they introduced like. the thought starter artwork of a potential villains themed mm-hmm. area yeah. expansion, that got maybe the loudest yes. reaction. So mm-hmm. if that's what they were looking for rather than polling people, the thing yeah. about that is if they were to poll people, like if they were to send out an email to guests mm-hmm. asking them, then those guests usually feed that stuff to the news blogs who then report, oh, Disney's considering. So I think this this way they just got ahead of it and now they yeah. own the story a little bit more than than it coming from third party. But anyway. I've heard, so, I have heard a lot about, I've heard a lot of people say they would love for the villains to be more represented. They would love for a villain's land even. Yeah, whole, so, I heard a whole park. They want a whole yeah. gate Oh, well, yeah, but I'm like, that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But anyway, all of this is coming back to this attraction. So I think this attraction in Avengers Campus and Disney California Adventure is not a thought starter. It is. I got the impression this is actually because they had like a ride vehicle, too. It wasn't just, you know, artwork of a ride vehicle. This seemed to be less conceptual, more like, no, this is happening. Just we're not Mm -hmm. saying when. Um, the next thing that they mentioned was new meet and greets coming over there. And it's uh, the first one, of, of course, was a very popular one, Mandalorian and Grogu, um, which I'm glad they didn't say like baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> so um, but it's like the two of them together, I think. So that's like a, an interaction that you will have with both of them together. And then the other one is the smart Hulk character from the She-Hulk. And that's happening like right now. Right. Isn't it like, yeah, it's, a it's thing available now. like so, this week. Yeah. Yeah. So you can go meet them as well. We'll stay in California Adventure over there for a moment to talk about Pacific Wharf. I like the word wharf because it has an H in it, so it's Horf. Anyway, Pacific Wharf will be rethemed to San Francisco from the Big Hero 6 movie, which Ah. is really interesting. Yeah. Um, It will include Baymax meet and greet, and they said some other shops and stuff. And uh, I think that's going to be really cool looking based on the artwork and stuff. They've talked about bringing San Francisco to Epcot near Japan or whatever, but... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I kind of like this San Francisco right over there in DCA. Yeah. Um, also, people love people love the Baymax meet and greet. I, love I tell Baymax. Ya. Who doesn't love like? I mean, that's like the best hug ever. Mm-hmm. And you get a hug from Baymax. <laughs> uh, the last thing that we'll mention for Disneyland is the Run Disney events. Those are returning in 2024, so people are very excited about that. Um, yeah, you're excited about that. <laughs> I um, am have you thought ever. about doing an event over there? Well, the thing was, is they haven't been doing them, and I've heard right. that it's the town of Anna, city of Anaheim doesn't want to have to shut down roads, which whatever, whatever, because you know here it's Disney property that it's yeah. happening on, whereas out there they need a little more room. So um, they said that they would uh, maybe announce more or have registrations in 2024. So we're still okay. like we're a bit of time away, but if there's ever a, a chance to do it, I would say I hope I hope I'm able to do it. Is basically what I'm yeah. trying to say. Because that's yeah. a little different because it involves a flight, although most people are flying down here to do a Run Disney event. Mm-hmm. So um, it's they're already quite pricey as they are. So the idea of spending $200 on a run plus a flight is like, ooh, now, now we're like blowing the, you know, we're blowing paychecks here on this one day, one experience. But, but if that um, metal we'll looks see. right, you know, you go ooh. for it. Depending well, on what the theme is. Honestly, I don't necessarily care about the metal. I just think it's cool to run around a place where I don't normally get to run around because yeah, I true. otherwise run around in my neighborhood, which is why I try to run on Disney property whenever I can. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I just I think it would be cool to run through their Disneyland Park and their California Adventure Park. Yeah, very exciting. So right. um, in addition to the stuff happening at 
the parks. Um, there mm-hmm. was just two quick things about Disney Cruise Line. Now that I did one cruise, I'm all about cruises now. I'm trying to learn more <laughs> as I go here. But they did mention a new ship coming. So this mm-hmm. is Ship Six, themed after adventure, called Disney Treasure. And I, th- I thought even really more interesting here was the story of the Disney Wonder. That's the ship I was just on, the one that's currently doing the Alaska uh, journey up there in the in the northwest of our country and going up into Canada and Alaska. Um, it's repositioning to Australia, and it's the first time that we'll have a cruise ship presence over there, which is really neat. And um, I learned about what a repositioned sailing is, and it's just a way of, like, you board the ship, let's say, in maybe Vancouver, probably California, and um, you get to sail along with it to its new destination, and then you have to fly home because that ship's not coming back. But mm. instead of just sending the ship that way, they do it full of people, full of guests. So you get to sail the repositioned sailing. So, like... That's you're crazy. moving that ship to its new right. location. And that happened when it left the Florida area, I think, to go up to Alaska, and it stops along the way. So yeah. they're saying that sailing from the general Vancouver area, mm-hmm. which is where it's been recently when it goes up you know, to and from Alaska, um, there to Australia, they're going to be stopping in all these ports that they don't normally stop at. And it'll be the first time Disney Cruise Line will be stopping at some of these um, South Pacific ports which is really interesting and then basically it'll just be going around around australia, australia from there. new zealand i'm guessing that, that general area That'd over there be awesome though yeah i wonder how you get to like like how you get to be on a repositioning well they i, I don't know if they really advertise it with the word reposition but maybe they do so that you understand that when you land there in the ship you have, you have to, to then home. fly back yeah you there's not it's not a round trip journey here. they're like are you a baller you could come on this ride because yes. <laughs> well, you pe- have to people fly. do first you got to pay for it and yeah. then when you get there you got to pay for the flight home yes well i mean you know think about cruises in general most people have to fly to get to a cruise yeah. right i mean a lot of them leave out of ports out of new york florida california yeah, but so most not people an fly. australian flight which Correct. is what like 14 hours it's I mean, a it's, very long flight very i asked google flight. i think it was 20 four or five hours from JFK to Australia. That is insane. It is I can't insane. imagine being on a plane that long. No. Eight Unless hours is enough out. for me. Knock me out. Make me out. You know how much food they have to have on those flights? Like Yeah, three full meals. Am I gonna shower? Plus like it's so weird. Yes. Plus snacks. On our flight just over to Europe it was like, Are you oh. done eating? Do you want a snack? <laughs> <laughs> Are you done with that snack? Well now we have drinks. Are you done with drinks? <laughs> we have another snack. Oh and now yeah. it's time for another meal. It was just like they're constantly giving you food. Yes. And how, I mean, listen, pooping on a plane, that's not my favorite. Y'all better have big bathrooms for that. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming those are like planes that are like the double decker. They're huge. Yeah. Like the buses know. of the sky. I don't so know. So you can take a double decker. Anyways. Anyways. Um, okay, so... <laughs> so one other big thing they talked about yeah. at E23 was a new celebration coming to town. And when yeah. I say town, it's really company wide. So Disney will be celebrating the hundred years of wonder, not to be confused with the hundred years of magic which right. was 2001 to celebrate Walt Disney himself's birthday. Himself's birthday? Himself's Walt Disney, birthdays. Walt, Walt Disney's <laughs> birthday. That was to celebrate Walt himself was what I'm trying to say. Whereas yeah. this is celebrating the company, the Walt Disney Company, which started in October of 1923. So 2023 is 100 years of wonder, as they say. So many um, celebrations. And they're, they're kicking this celebration off on January 1st of 2023 as part of Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve with Ryan Seacrest. How many names can they jam in one show title, you might ask? Dick Clark's New Year's Eve. No, Dick New Clark's Year's New Year's Rockin' Eve with Ryan Seacrest. Anyway, so as part Guess of that broadcast. Guess what we'll all be watching. We'll I will be not watching be, that. I'll be asleep. <gasps> Greg, this is a big deal. It's New Year's Rockin' Eve. 
I mean, I might be. I'll be in my pajamas, but I'll still be watching it. Oh no, we'll be we'll anyway. be late asleep. What else are we gonna be seeing? Um, the Fab Five will be in new platinum outfits, which we got a sneak peek of at D23. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is this stuff's kind of cool too, because this is not in the parks. This next thing, there'll be a Disney 100 exhibition that'll start out in Philly, yeah. so Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, um, starting in February. Then it's gonna travel to Chicago, and then after that to Kansas City, Missouri. Not Kansas mm-hmm. City, Kansas. So um, it's interesting. There's like a, a an exhibition traveling around yeah. parts of the country that is totally outside of the parks to kind of circle the more middle part of the country, basically. Yeah. Um, in Disneyland, they'll be debuting two nighttime shows in January as part of the 100 Years of Wonder, which is of particular interest to me because I'll be there in January. Yeah. Um, World of Color 1 is what they're calling it in Disney California Adventure, and then Wondrous Journeys, the name of their nighttime spectacular in Disneyland Park. Um, And they did say um, that would be in late January. So cross your fingers because your boy is going to be there. Mm -hmm. I think it's the 21st or 22nd of January through the 27th or 8th. I feel like that's late January, right? That's late January. Cross my fingers. And then later in the year, Magic Happens will be returning, which has, yes. an, as we both know and have talked about, a great soundtrack. I think I screamed just as much for Magic Happens, even yes, though I've never so seen it we. live. I was <laughs> like, I, I want to I go there just to see Magic Happens because yes. I freaking love that song. So cool. So good. Um, and one more thing outside the park, the ABC News Studio will be presenting a new documentary detailing the 100 years of the Walt Disney Company. And we mentioned that um, Harmonious is getting replaced, and they they did specifically label the replacement to be part of the celebration in okay. Epcot. So um, Ep- Epcot is Epcot, Epcot, Ep- <laughs> That's when it's so hot out that all. So uh, Epcot <laughs> is joining in the celebration. Can we please have a hashtag Epcot or a shirt that just says Epcot? Well, no one needs to explain Listen, what it is. Okay, I'm gonna sidebar real quick because mm-hmm. I was watching Disney Food Blog and she said Festival of the Arts farts, and I was like, wait <gasps> a second. Yes. I have never heard anyone else refer to it other than you that calls it the farts, <sighs> and you know you have the T-shirt and stuff, and she said it, and I was like. <gasps> Either she listens to our podcast or how very dare you. Uh, that, by the way, how very dare you is very British of you, I've noticed. The Brits put the very in there, and I only recently learned that. Anyway, how very dare you. Yes. Um, anyway, back to Epcrotch. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, they're celebrating by replacing Harmonious. Okay. Yeah. So that's it for our – that's the, the, big, the big headlines coming out of yeah. the 100 Years of Wonder. But they did say stay tuned. There's more stuff uh, that they'll be announcing as part of that celebration. Yeah. Now, we do have some other news nuggets. But even though this whole podcast is uh, one big news nug. One giant um, steaming nugget. That's right. We have some other little ones for you. So I'm going to start out with Kite Tales, everyone. Kite Tales, they didn't really have a good run. Um, <laughs> it, it wasn't so great. I thought the idea was really great. But uh, it's ending. So it's ending on September 30th, which is like coming up here, you know, in a couple weeks. Um, but yeah, they're they're putting it to bed. Mm. You're probably going to see all the kites uh, being sold at that um, the cast connection. No, not Cast Connection. What is that? Like the antique place. Yeah, the antique place that everybody goes, where you yes. can get like all these random things. You'll probably <laughs> find the kites there at some point. So, um, c'est la vie de kite tales, everybody. Oh my goodness. But you know what? The TikToks will live on forever. <laughs> Ooh, the crash landings are the best part, everybody. You got to yes. If you haven't, I mean, what are the chances you're going to Animal Kingdom in the next two weeks? You know, as you're hearing this. But if you are, please go yeah. see kite tales. Watch a crash landing. It's a once in a lifetime visual 
moment that you need to experience. Anyway, um, hopping over to Magic Kingdom. Winnie the Pooh and friends are returning for breakfast at Crystal Palace in Magic Kingdom starting October 25th. So you're able to start making reservations for Crystal Palace for breakfast, Mm -hmm. the character dining version of it, starting um, September 22nd. But uh, it'll be breakfast only, and that is as of October 25th. And speaking Mm -hmm. of breakfast, Mm -hmm. just a reminder, a friendly and gentle reminder that Ohana over at Disney's Polynesian Village Resort resumes their character dining experience for breakfast on Tuesday the 27th. So we're less than a week away from Stitch, Lilo, Mickey, and I want to say Pluto was the fourth character there. And I'm I'm trying my hardest to get a reservation to go um, maybe that that week. Can't go on that Tuesday because I got to work. Actually, yeah. no, that Tuesday I'll be in Vero Beach. will not be working. I but feel anyway, like Ohana breakfast is um, typically easy to get a reservation for. Well, right now it's not because they just, it's, it's yeah, this is the first time it. that the characters are back. So otherwise yeah. it's been relatively easy. But now that it's characters again, after, the, you know, that date and on, it's a little better. Do you hear my voice crack? Oh my <laughs> Greg, God. What is happening? Finally, Monday 36 Greg. years later, Monday I'm grow- growing hair in weird places. So, <laughs> oh okay. Oh my gosh. Um, Ohana Breakfast is coming back. That's right. The last one that um, um, I will mention here is Woody's Roundup. This is in Hollywood Studios. Uh, the Woody's Roundup Rodeo Barbecue Restaurant is still under construction, but the facade of the restaurant's like starting to kind of take shape. So, um, yeah, they're just they're working on that. It's coming. Do we have a date on that yet? No date. That's isn't no that date. sad? That's the only update that's we have is that we we see construction on the outside. We have some yeah. external construction, and that's a news story now. Yeah. So. That's it. And then you've got you've got one more nugget here, don't you? Yeah, we kind of covered this. You know, unconfirmed, we just assume that Epcot Forever will be immediately replacing Harmonious um, as the 50th ends until the whatever the new 100 Years of Wonder nighttime spectacular yeah. is at Epcot. The most magical place on earth. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, guys. It's just me singing. I'm I'm. I'm taking place at the show, so you're you welcome. should. Can you imagine that it's like it gets really dark? They blow. They do the thing where it's like, <laughs> and the torches go out, and then one single spotlight comes down in the center, and it's just you getting ready to sing but songs. But it's me on a swing, like yes. in uh, Country Bear Jamboree. Yeah, you're swinging from the ceiling. <laughs> so good. All right, well, that's gonna wrap up our D23 thing. There's, I mean, I feel like there's some other nuggets. There's many things that have been announced, but. That's pretty much the things that like are happening. The more concrete um, things, yes. More concrete things, yeah. So you can get excited about other things. I'm not going to tell you you can't get excited, but I'm also saying don't get too excited. You heard it here. Beth says don't get excited. <laughs> um, all right, we'll go back in history now, back in time for some Disney history, as always brought to you in partnership with the Mouselet, who will be in town this weekend, yeah. and maybe I'll run into them. Who knows? And they have a new bag out. Oh, they have a they new do. Kilimanjaro safari bag. It is quite adorable. All their bags are adorable. Yes. Um. But yeah, go check it out over there. Yeah. All right, what you got? Okay, I'm going back to 2001, and this is when the Share a Dream Come True Parade had a soft opening at Magic Kingdom. Um, It was part of the 100 Years of Magic celebration. So this is, as Greg said, this was celebrating what would have been Walt's 100th birthday. Uh, It officially debuted on October 1st, but they did a soft opening in this week of 2001. Um, It later was renamed to Disney's Disney Dreams Come True Parade in 2006. Then they renamed it again in 2009 to Celebrate a Dream Come True Parade. Hmm. (laughs) So I don't know why they changed the name so much, but they did. They sure did. Um, of all the phrases I love that we get to say is, uh, one of them is soft opening. I just think soft that sounds, 
just always sounds so weird. It hits the ear weird. You know where there's a good soft opening? Right there in Epcrotch. Okay, so I'm going to take us back to 1987 when a parade came out to replace the 15 Years of Magic Parade. Mm. And this one was called the, quote, We the People All America Parade. Boy, ask for it by name. I mean, right off the tongue, guys. What? We the People All American Parade. America uh, Parade. Started in uh, Magic Kingdom this week in 1987. It featured Mickey and Minnie in a big giant um, constitution float. So they were standing there in colonial clothes, and in front of them was just a big constitution because, you know, America. Because America. Because America. Because they're like, we signed the Declaration of Independence. Anyways, (laughs) all right, before we wrap it up, and Greg gives us a lovely quote to send us on our way this week. If you like what you heard today, feel free to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can also leave us a review over on iTunes so others can locate us easier on their platform of choice in the world of Disney podcasts. We like to be at the top there. Uh, you can also follow along with us on the Instagrams or the TikToks, and that's at that Park Life Podcast. If you would like to leave us a question, you can do so as well on our IG highlight, Ask Beth and Greg, to follow along on our personal Instagram accounts. I'm at the real Beth McDonald, and I am at the Disney Greg. Yes, and as always, if you want to submit a request for an episode, share a magical cast member moment, or just simply share some Disney magic with loved ones who can't get to the parks. You can head over to our website. It's thatparklifepodcast.com and submit a magic gram. Magic gram! I don't know. I feel like we should have like something that says that when they get things. It's free for everyone. Free for you. Free for your friends. We just like sharing the Disney magic. So head on over there to thatparklifepodcast.com. Could you imagine Take they it get away, it Greg. in the mail and they open the envelope <laughs> and they're like excited. They open it up and then they hear magic gram! <laughs> it's kind of like candy gram from Mean Girls, obviously. Uh, Not for you, Glenn Coco. <laughs> we got to make that technology happen. Okay. I've got a quote from Coco. Coco's on the brain since um, yeah. Coco was one of the movies tossed around for what lies beyond mm-hmm. Big Thunder Mountain and Magic Kingdom. And this particular quote comes from Ernesto de la Cruz mm. from Coco, who said, quote, success doesn't come for free. You have to do whatever it takes to seize your moment. Seize that moment. Well, with that, everybody, thanks for hanging out with us again this week. We'll see you all next time. Yes, we will. Goodbye, everyone. Bye, everyone.